Welcome to Kitty Talk and welcome to the limited series. We are on episode three and this is about income. Welcome to an episode of K-Talk and today is episode three of the startup series and today we are talking about income. If you have been fortunate enough to be listening to the third episode, that means that hopefully you have tuned into episode one and two. Episode two, I talked a lot about um, how to make your business plan, but before you make the business plan, the vision that you have, which is using PGVV, also, you guys can get the workbook on Etsy. The link is in the description for the podcast. So let's talk about income because I think income is obviously why people start a business. As I constantly tell my business clients that you will never get rich making anybody else rich, okay? It's just basic math. If you're getting a salary, your salary comes out of a larger portion, which your boss is getting 60 to 80 percent. And the rest is being trickled down. So that being said, you'll never get rich working for anybody else. And quite frankly, working for other people is kind of like slave labor of how they treat you, disrespect you. And then they also don't want to even pay benefits. So that part. Um, So let's talk about income because income is really important. And if you're going to start a business, this is where a lot of people don't make the connection. Um, because firstly, when you start a business, it's important to know it's not an overnight success. I mean, if you're that lucky, congratulations, but 99% of businesses, they don't make money overnight and actually they bleed, uh, red for a while. Usually it's about a year and then you become even depending on your business, depending on your marketing, that kind of thing. And then you start to make money or you break even. So that being said, a lot of times you're not able to give up your nine to five or your job because of the fact that you still need to make money. And that's all fine. That doesn't change you starting a business, but it can be really frightening and daunting for some people. Depending on the industry that you're working in kind of dictates to you how you're going to be able to do this. So let's start off with the first question that you should ask yourself, which is, what do people in your industry make? So the industry in which that you are hoping to get into, what do people make on average? So to give you sort of an idea, um, and this kind of changes. So anything that is regulated. So if your side business, sorry, it couldn't really be a side business, but if it is something that's regulated, like let's say something like psychotherapy, for example, Um, psychotherapy is regulated and therefore there's only so much room you have to charge before you have a cap off right now hypnosis which is what I do clinical hypnosis is not regulated it should be but it is not regulated however there isn't a cap that I can charge so what does that mean so in psychotherapy um, there is a cap you can't charge past a certain amount as opposed to hypnosis, some people charge like thousands of dollars, right? Especially celebrity uh, hypnotist. Whereas regulated fields, there is a cap. You can't go over a certain amount. And psychotherapists do do some shady things. But anyways, um, that's neither here nor there. The point that I'm simply trying to make is that if it is an unregulated field, you can charge whatever, as opposed to something that is regulated. Now, just because... And I say this because when I teach other courses and I teach people other things, I say this because you need to understand between regulated and not regulated. 
regulations mean that you can only charge X number of dollars. You cannot supersede that because if you do, either your licenses, license will get taken away, you'll get dropped from insurance, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. This is very different in industries that are not regulated because you can charge whatever you want and nobody can, I mean, people just don't have to use your business, but you won't lose your license, right? Um, so how much do people make? If this is a side business, something like, hopefully you're not trying to make like the pink sauce lady, but if you're trying to make a business around food or spices or peppers, which is really popular right now, the question is, how much do other people charge for a similar service? Now, what I always suggest to people is that when it comes down to business, you should always find, especially for social media, you should always find an account um, that is something that you'd like to, to not do, but like an account of something that you'd like to create and use that. Now, I've, I've always found that's the best thing to do. It makes your life a lot easier when you find an account that you'd like to use um, as sort of your own template for what you want to do. Now, this is the same for income. If you notice that people charge X number of dollars, then you want to be somewhere in that ballpark, especially if this is a new business for you. Um, I always find, especially for objects, you want to think of your price ahead of time. Now, when I ask you the question of what do people in your industry make, that's not specifically about prices, that's actually more so based on how much do they make in total. So you could break this off into per year or per month. I like per month goals because I think per month goals, they really stay there. If I write down how much I want to make per month from my business, I generally will achieve it in that month. Now, you could do something like the 12-week year where you make a 12-week goal plan to do this. If you ever read that book, it's a great book. Um, or you could do it per year. Now, I have found that doing things per year is kind of complicated, especially if you're just starting your business because you get very overwhelmed as opposed to monthly. Making small monthly goals for how much you want to make from your business. So if I know that like the pink sauce lady makes $5,000 per month, I should want to make around $5,000, maybe a little bit less, depending on how much time I have to give to it. So what do people in my industry make? For example, an another example is business coaches, okay? Business coaches can make thousands of dollars. Some of them are not even, they have no credentials. Like, anyways, that's a whole other thing. Um, they make thousands of dollars. So how can I market myself to be in that same ballpark, right? Looking at, at income in that way, it really helps you to determine how much money you need to spend out of pocket to make some of what you want to come true to come true, right? Because it takes money to make money. Let's be clear. You cannot start a business and not spend any money. Okay? Then you want to ask yourself, how can you monetize your business? How can you monetize it? So you know how much money you want to make. You know that there's a market for it. How do you monetize it? How can it make you money? So for example, the podcast that I'm doing right now, how can I monetize my podcast to make me money? How can I monetize my hypnosis business to make me money? How can I like how can I monetize these things? I believe in a trickle down system when it comes to business. 
Um, but then again, it also depends on the kind of business you have, because if you're like a spicy accountant, but you are an actual accountant in real life, those two things don't go together because accountants, I know so awful, are supposed to be conservative. And if you are a spicy accountant, well, you have a whole other side to you. So that's not a good way to trickle down that business. And that's something that you should keep separate, which, by the way, I have no issue with people separating their business because ultimately, at the end of the day, you got to make money. So however you separate your business, you do. I have one helm company, which all my business are businesses are under, but they are separated, meaning that not because I have some sort of secret, but they are separate businesses because they don't they don't marry each other. Um, some of them do. So hypnosis kind of goes with the podcast, sort of. Um, my Etsy store goes with um, the LYG brand, right? It doesn't necessarily go with my hip. It does, but not really. But I could promote it there. So I'm a huge believer in the trickle-down version of one business feeds the other business feeds the other business because someone may not be interested in hypnosis, but they're interested in business counseling. They're interested in um, marketing. They're interested in digital art, writing, blah, 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 those kinds of things. And that's how I monetize. I monetize my business based off of the other things that I do. So I keep everything circular all the time. So how can you monetize your business? Um, or how can you monetize a hobby? So for example, I have a friend that hikes and she doesn't want to monetize hiking because it's something very personal to her and you don't have to. But if you wanted to monetize hiking, you could start a blog. You could start charging people to hike or whatever, right? There are ways that you could monetize those things. Same thing with podcasting. You could monetize podcasts by putting ads in. There's, there's lots of ways to monetize business. Some of it is very time consuming, like affiliate marketing or job shipping, and others are not as much, right? There's all kind of ways that you can monetize your business. It's just how, for example, TikTok, um, Pinterest, all those kinds of places you can 100% monetize. Then, of course, you have how can you make more money? So how can you make more money than the people in your industry, right, that have been doing this for a long time? How can you? I'm going to tell you the secret right now as to how you can make more money, and that's by putting your personal stamp on it. I don't care what anybody says. We do live in a world of people who like to conform. Conformity is a part of life. I did a podcast all about uh, conformity and group group think, which is amazing if you are running a business. If you understand social psychology, you understand business. Because ultimately, to make money, it's basically what comes out of your mouth, how you say it, how quick you say it, and that's a whole snake oil syndrome right there. But in terms of what I just asked, which is how can you make more money, I'm going to tell you right now. The secret to making more money is personalization. You take the law of conformity and you work within that frame. From working within that frame, you put yourself in it, your personal personality. And I always give this example because this is very true for myself. I'm going to tell y'all. So I don't wear business suits. I don't like them. They never really fit good on my body. I have very big arms. And because I've had big arms almost all my life, you understand that wearing when you have blazers and stuff like that, wearing them... It just doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't look good. And the pants, they don't fit me good. I think they kind of give me like a muffin top situation. I don't really like that. So 
I am a leggings girl. I like leggings. I like things to fit my body. That doesn't make me a bad person. I just do. I know how to dress for my body. So what I did was I have reinvented my style. I kind of went a little bit Kim K, I'm not going to lie. So what does that look like? Well, that looks like this. Basically, I like a bodysuit and I will wear a blazer atop the bodysuit and I will wear a pair of heels. Is this the business dress code? No, it isn't. It is a high fashion business dress code because I have a very expensive handbag, really cute high heel shoes on, a bodysuit which looks amazing, and a blazer which is the typical, except my blazers are not black which is surprising. I like arts blazers, like I like blazers that are statement pieces because I'm a statement person. Okay, that is my personal stamp on business dress. So, no, I'm not going to wear the traditional outfit. I'm going to wear my own. So I've taken the business dress framework and I've put my stamp on it. And this is what I'm trying to tell you about the business and making money. People will support you on just the simple basis of your personality. People like things that are genuine. There's nothing more annoying than talking to someone who is not genuine at all and someone who just doesn't even know themselves. But yet, they're in your face talking to you about God knows what, when they can't even figure out what is 7 or what is 11. Um, and I'm saying this because I want y'all to understand that putting your personal stamp on things is very important. Even if you want to operate, and I and I say this because I think I've done a pod, podcast called The Dress Code, Dressing for the Job, Dressing for the Situation, and I 100% believe that. But I believe that in today, especially when it's your own business, you have more authority over how people engage with you because people like personality, right? And we also are living in a time where people are deconstructing sort of the idea of work or what's business, what's work, what's this, what's that. So putting your own touch on it makes it very special. Now, to give you an opposite example of this, of how you can actually hurt your pocket, um, well, not really. So in the example of the pink sauce lady, she did put her stamp, her personal stamp on the, the whole thing, you know, making pink sauce. She's very much into pink. That's great. She wore a pink suit. Wonderful. But then she added glitter to like the sauce packaging and stuff like that. Okay. Which is fine. I mean, you know, technically that would be your own stamp, but where she went too far is you don't put glitter on things that have to go with food. That just doesn't really work, right? You can put your personality, but let's be careful. And did that earn her more money? Actually, it did. So even though it was mad dangerous, it being pink, and it also having glitter that she put on the packaging, not inside of the sauce, but still, it kind of seeped through. The point is, is that it made her more money because nobody has ever seen, well, kind of, nobody has ever seen a pink sauce. B, people were intrigued by this pink sauce. And C, glitter is cute. I would buy a bottle with glitter on, although you really shouldn't. Anything with food, you shouldn't do that. But the point is, is that it made her more money. Now, it also cost her many lawsuits. But my point is, is that even though we live in a, a world of conformity, people do like different. They do like stamps, right? That she was very much so um, into the pinkness with her hair, with her outfit, with everything was pink and then her sauce. That was her personal brand in a world where we don't have that, okay? So that's that's how you make more money, by putting yourself into the situation. And then let's talk about the investment. So how much money do you have to invest in a business? Now, this depends on the kind of business that you want to run. Um, 
you could run a business for $100 or less. If you're running a service-based business in which you are like helping people write, you are helping giving people confidence, whatever, 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 um, in which there's no product involved. It's really just your time. Um, that doesn't really require a, an, a fee investment. That in That would require a time investment. How much time per week are you going to invest and one of the things that I have learned when I took clinical hip is basically this and I'm going to share this because I think that this is really important if you want to start a business even if you have no customers like let's say that you say between the hours of five to nine every Tuesday and Thursday those are the hours that are dedicated to your business if that's what you say five to nine universally either you will get clients but if you don't get clients because you just started you still need to put those five to nine those four hours into development of your business you may have zero clients zero but that doesn't mean that you can't do something for your business this is all about building momentum nobody gets a customer the first day that they open i mean unless you're super lucky nobody does okay the second day is even harder so is the third fourth fifth sixth seventh on the 10th day, you might have a little bit more success. But that doesn't mean that you should give up. I often find that when people have a store, they're more they're more entitled to show up than if they have a virtual business. And this is where we get into the whole, you know, situation about work. You should apply the same routine to your work, whether it is virtual, whether it is your business or somebody else's, as you normally would. And I'll give you guys an example. So I was reading this book and it was talking about routines and it was talking about Jerry Seinfeld. He practiced every single day. And the reason that he practiced his comedy every single day was because he saw construction workers going to their job every single day and, you know, they have to take skills, they have to do all these different things. And he felt like, why should comedy be any different? And this is, this is what makes and breaks people. Why should it be any different? Why should, for example, I like to write. Why should writing be any different than any other job? Maybe I don't get paid as much money for it. Maybe at the moment I don't make money specifically from writing. But why shouldn't my writing be very similar to the the same admission, the same um, ambition I give my job? Although I don't give my job any ambition. But why shouldn't it be the same? Right. Those are really important, and I feel like it's the same thing. If it is money that you're going to invest. You need to think about how much money you have that's extra to invest. We live in a very difficult time right now on the cusp of a recession. So nobody understands more than I do about how you're going to spend money. Now, if this is, like I said, you can only afford the website. There's a lot of websites you could do for free like Wix um, and countless other ones. Some have web promotions. Um, some, you know, it just it really kind of like depends. But that being said... Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Ultimately, it's your, it's going to be your business. How much do you want to invest? Mostly when it comes to virtual businesses, like you're opening up some sort of coaching service. I could tell you right now, it's usually the website that will cost you the most money, which is about maybe like 200 bucks, maybe about 200, um, can maybe get a bit less. That's what costs you the most money. It's free to open an Instagram, Snapchat, however you want to promote your business you should definitely go ahead and do it that way. 
and that's kind of it for income. Um, I just wanted to talk about income in a in a different way. I don't want to just talk about income like how much do you want to make da 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 da. I think it's a lot more complicated than that, especially in if you want to have a successful business. There are other avenues outside of just how much do you want to make, how much do you want customers to purchase, how much, how much, how much. It's sort of like there are other questions you have to ask yourself. What do people make in your industry? Really important for mapping out your personal future. How can you monetize your business? Is there a specific way that you can monetize your business that might be different or similar, cheaper, more expensive? How can you make more money? I give you guys the secret to this by putting your personal stamp on an original idea. Uh, how much do you have to invest? How much time do you have to invest? How much money do you have to invest? Right? How can you go about this project that would be best suited for you and your lifestyle? Thank you guys so much for tuning into the limited series. This is a four week series. I really appreciate having you here. 